I want to teach you on something very important that will bless you. The grace to prosper, sweet Holy Spirit. I ask in Jesus Christ's name that you give me utterance. Help me to speak your truth. And Father, let your people be blessed. Let destinies be changed. Let great and mighty men be raised from this teaching. Let your heavens be opened to be a witness to this teaching. Let the earth, O oh God, open its ears to bear witness to this teaching. And for as many that will understand this teaching and would engage the practices and the truth hidden in this message, Lord, may, may you truly honor them in the name of Jesus Christ. The grace to prosper. If you are a Christian and prosperity does not matter to you, then first let me start by saying that this service is not for you. Because my next question would be that what part of poverty or what aspect of poverty do you enjoy or do you like? Is it the inability to pay medical bills when you are sick? Or is it the harassment from landlord when you cannot pay your rent? Now, which one, which part of poverty do you like? When, when your son or your daughter is driven out of school because he or she has not paid the school fees needed for them to be in school which aspect of poverty glorifies jesus which one so if at any point the subject of prosperity is um offends you that's an indication that you should check your heart because there's something about god you don't understand look let me tell you something yeah prosperity is so important that the bible says that the, wis the wisdom of a poor man is not heard although you are wise but when it is time for kings to discuss at the king's table it is an established truth that your wisdom would suddenly become inconsequential. Because the Bible says that um, we will know them by the fruits that they produce. So if indeed you are a wise man, there should be a token and evidence for the wisdom that you claim you have. So if you are wise and still poor, something is wrong. So when I read that scripture, I was offended. How can a man be wise and still be poor? Then didn't the Bible say that um, the husband man should be, should be the first partaker? Of the harvest or the fruit. And then it dawned on me there was something the wise man didn't understand. You can be wise and still die like an idiot if you do not know how to use wisdom to defend yourself. Praise the Lord. So this is just a little charge for us to know that look, pay attention to the subject of prosperity. And now don't go about it in a less and on and, and godless manner. No, it's a grace that makes men prosper. It's not something you pursue. You don't pursue it, you become something, then the Lord bequeaths that grace upon your destiny and then it becomes impossible for you to be poor or look like or look like your past it's not possible are we together the grace to prosper there are those who have it and there are those who don't have it and there's a way you can attain it or have it so this service is an attempt to teach us how to come to that place where that regardless of your background regardless of your academic qualification you can carry that grace upon your destiny and all of a sudden everything answers to you including your enemy those who have vowed them vowed to themselves that they will never bless you all of a sudden would begin to give you things if you think i am lying think about the israelites in egypt yesterday they were their captors today they're the ones giving them silver and gold when that grace comes upon a man poverty will see you and be helpless lack will see you and be helpless again i want to ask you what aspect of poverty do you like the one that makes you trek from your house to the to church do you like that one no matter how good looking you are by the time you trek from your house to this place you would have been drenched with sweat and looking like you have been working for 30 years so pay attention to what i'm about to teach you so you understand the proponents that are that are in this kingdom that makes for a man's prosperity i, I will need please come please come if you get tonight to today's teaching you would look and approach life differently you know every time we're expecting to be blessed because of our of our nature as a man we think of a man. Yes, all blessing comes from God but through men. So it takes men to lift men. True or false? But even this man is an extension of something. First, of God, then the peace of earth. Because he was made of earth. Are we together? So when you think about prosperity, you think, oh, I have gone to school. Now I would go and submit my CV to my uncle who is a senator. Or my uncle who is a director and all of that. You are thinking of men now, human beings. But you see, I will show you things that must be, that must be in agreement with you to prosper. Not just men. So you can have men around you. They, you see them, they see you. And they will never help you. And you are wondering what the problem is. You greet them. You are nice to them. 
You wash their cars. In fact, you even clean their houses. You go on errands for them and they will never bless you. That grace has not come. Then you meet some of us like pastors and then we'll tell you, okay, maybe because you're not skillful, go and learn a skill. Then you go to learn the skill. You come back with and say, Pastor, look, I have graduated. Look at, this, look at the certificate. And I said, now, okay, yes. Then you go into the marketplace again, yet you are still not employed. Nobody is hiring you with your skill. At best, they'll say he's good. When it is time for recommendations, they will jump you. And he will call somebody who is not as qualified as you. The grace for prosperity is not upon you. Please understand that this thing I'm talking about is not about money. No! There is a grace that makes a man to advance. A man to excel. A man to go forward. It's called the grace for prosperity. This is the grace that can come upon a family. You may be five or ten in your family and everybody is sitting down idle. Nobody is doing anything serious. The grace for prosperity is not in your family. Let's not lie to ourselves and, and, and then just preach sermons that make us feel good. No. When that grace comes upon you, it will lift a man out like it did to Abraham. Come out of your father's house. There is a grace that can make you prosper. When this grace lands upon you, truly, when it lands upon you truly, it will repel sicknesses, the ones that kill men. You don't understand. If you're with me, shout hallelujah. When this grace comes upon you, anything that inhibits your peace, that's, that tries to stand against you, and anything that looks like prosperity, that grace will fight it. Except your time is done on earth. Then, sickness will not be used as an exit way for you to go to heaven. But as long as you still have what to do here, that grace will ensure that you are not sick. Because the Bible says that sickness is like a man wasting away. Let me show you one of the things that must be in agreement with you for you to be blessed. Was it here I shared? I can't remember where I shared. I said, it's important to pay attention to how God builds. Don't, don't just love God. Don't just give your heart to him. Don't just follow him. Pay attention to how he builds anything. Pay attention to how he builds a man, a nation, and a family. So I saw a scripture that troubled me. In fact, that scripture was given to me. And for a long time, I didn't understand it. Imagine, this scripture was given to me in 2017. And I'm just starting to really comprehend the truth hidden in that scripture. And then it, it pricked my heart that no, I shouldn't know this truth alone. Let God's people be brought into, the, into this, this body of knowledge, this body of truth. So you don't walk carelessly. So you can walk circumspectly in any nation, anywhere you find yourself. Walk with that, that understanding that there is a grace that can, that can make me prosper. Where that men that you know and don't know, when they see you, it's as if they've, they've known you before and have been waiting to meet you and bless you. There is a grace such as that. If you think I'm joking, then don't pay attention. In 10 years time, your life would show you the result you have achieved for your carelessness and for not paying attention. But if you pay attention, starting from tonight, you would wake up and say, Kai, I found it all. I found it all. You people, you thought you, you caught me, you're joking. I found it now. I know, how to be, I know how to partner with the realities that has been created in this kingdom to be a blessing to me. Jeremiah 1 verse 18. Please sit down. Jeremiah 1. Verse 18 to 19. Let me read. Pay attention carefully. Now this is God speaking to prophet Jeremiah. My God. Let's read. God is saying, For behold, I have made you this day a fortified city. What that means is that I have made you a defense city. I have covered you up. You cannot be attacked. Are we together? I have made you a fortified city and an iron pillar. I have made you so strong that you are impenetrable and bronze wall against the whole land. Against what? Against people? Against kings? So land can fight a man. So a land can fight a man. So a man needs to be immune, fortified, defensed, protected against a land. The land there speaks of earth. So earth can fight a man. All right. Let's continue to read. 
against the kings of Judah, against its princes, against its priests, and against the people of the land. So the Bible began to stratify this thing. It first started with the land, then the kings upon that land, then the princes upon that land, then the priests upon that land, then the people. But it started with what? The land. Please come. I don't care who you are. If you are not fortified against the land, you can meet people, kings, helpers of destiny. And then because the land is not in agreement with you, these people will look at you and only smile at you. If God helps you, some of them will not even smile at all. And they will never help you. But, but when this grace comes upon a man's destiny, it first starts by taming the earth. It, it, it shuts the mouth of the earth against you. So that the earth does not fight you. So the land does not fight you. You will think this is just a careless teaching until we begin to dive in into the other aspect of this truth. And you see that if you like, pack your bag and say, okay, Abuja is not um, favoring me. I'm going to Delta. The program that has been established to fight you in Abuja will be waiting for you in Delta. But when this grace is upon you, it's upon your destiny, pack your bag and go to Sambisa. Leave Lagos and go to Sambisa to go and stay in Meduguri. You will still prosper. If it is not upon you, pack your bags and go to New York. You would be in New York looking as if you are still in your village. It's a grace. It's a grace. You either have it or you don't have it. And this grace does not answer to because you are a Christian. Please pay attention. There are poor beggarly Christians. They love God, yes. So God is speaking to a man. I have made you this day a fortified city, an iron pillar, and bronze wall. First, against the land has the land been tamed for you why do you think that when people have land disputes they will carry charm and go and put in that land so whether you build there or you farm there the land refuses to yield strength to you if 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 a portion of a land can be can be invoked to fight you like that don't you know that at a larger expanse it can also be used against you it's not that men are not available to bless you. The things, some of the things contending with you are beyond men. And a man is an extension of the earth. Remember that we are all a piece of dust. We came from the earth. So a part of you is still loyal to that. So whatever programming has been made here on the earth will find expression upon a living being. Have your seats. Hmm. My God. Please, Isaiah 45 verse 8. Isaiah 45 verse 8. Businessmen, listen to me. You who have political ambition, listen carefully. Ambitious young man and young woman, listen carefully. I know that we are a people of connection. We believe in networking. But I'm telling you that there is a grace that, that must come upon you that will cause you to be blessed or prosper in any territory that you find yourself. The territory upon which you walk must first agree with you for the men there to agree with you. So your prayer point should be directed to God and have him speak to your territory to hear you so that the men there can then hear you if you really want to prosper. Don't pursue men. They cannot help you. Speak to their God and their God will speak to something and that thing will ensure that a programming for, for blessing is commanded to you through them. Let me show you a scripture. Isaiah 45 verse 8. I read. Rain down you heavens from above. And let the skies pour down righteousness. Let the earth open up. Let them bring forth salvation. What is bringing forth salvation now? So the earth can withhold salvation from a man. The earth is not just a place where we just farm. Or when our loved ones die we bury them. Or where we build houses. It's a living thing. There's a reason why when a man gets a piece of land, he wants to build a church or build a house, he takes men of God there to go and anoint the place. There's an understanding governing that. Find a way to subdue the earth to favor you. Again, you don't just pack your bag 
and say, Lagos, here I come. No. Don't move carelessly. You're not a nomad. There are people that have been cursed that they will be wanderers. You are not one. Let the earth bring forth salvation. So salvation now has been again redefined for us. So Jesus' salvation is that he saved your soul from going to hell. When you receive that salvation, you go to heaven. You believe in Jesus. But the earth kind of salvation is the one that makes for your peace upon the earth. You don't have it, you would live beggarly upon the earth. You can even be a farmer. You go and buy seeds and go and sow and the earth will not bring anything out. Because that grace for prosperity is not upon you. If you think that I'm wasting my time and what I'm saying is not relevant, then I ask you again, what aspect of poverty do you like? What aspect of lack do you, like, do you love? Marahatu zalandi spraanti zahatia Elahos kipranti la ande bretuzi zahane metragatuli jata Enkraida hasuzale edebrenus kazasi praante Now do you know this? Has your earth brought, brought you salvation? Do you know how to walk into a place and program prosperity? There are some men of God and there are some politicians and there are some businessmen. My God, anywhere they go to, anywhere at all, anywhere at all, they go to. They tell you, ah, I like this mountain. I want to buy it. They buy the mountain. What everybody has been looking at as a waste and as a nuisance, they buy it and break it. And before you know, they begin to sell rocks to people constructing road. Until he arrives, that place was just a place where they come and dump refuse and all of that. But a man carries a grace and then enters into that place. The land begins to honor him. So men of God, anywhere they go to, to preach, people will start coming out of, 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 from jungles all over the place. The earth is pushing them. Go, 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 go and hear. Some politicians, they are, they, their relevance is not limited to their locality or their state. No, no, it's too small. Are we together? It's beyond knowing a person. The physical element. I hope we know that there are um, earth, fire, water, and wind are the elements of the universe. And these things must be in agreement with you to prosper. When an occultic man wants to fight you, when a witch wants to fight you, he would at least use one of these elements to fight you. When an occultic person wants to fight you, he would at least use either fire, wind, the earth, or water, and maybe blood, to fight you. But there's a way you can come with an understanding and then partner with the earth. That when the earth is invoked to fight your destiny, to program you to be delayed, to not prosper, you say, the earth said, no, no, we have been commanded to bless this man. Are we together? So when you have this understanding, you, God says to you, go to Abuja and go and stay. When you come in, the next thing is not to look for a job. Don't look for a job first. Start walking around that territory and start commanding your destiny. Say, in the name of the Lord, blessed is David as he who comes. I come in the name of the Lord. Oh, earth, hear me. I have come not on my own, but I was sent here. I declare and decree that everything that happens here will be my favor. When it rains in the name of Jesus Christ, it rains for my favor. When the sun is shining, it will not strike me. I, de- I speak to your... You begin to... Can I share a story with you? A personal story? Is it okay? There's a place I pray. Not somewhere, somewhere in Asokoro. When I was living there, I discovered the place that people go there to pray. So I go there to pray and all of that. So we're looking for venue. Remember? We, we did have a venue for, I think, one or two Sundays, right? Yes, yeah, so. And I had, foolishly, I had been walking around Abuja looking for venue. And my wife is here. Every, I would go out, come back tired. And I'm like, what is this? Then one day I had just gone out to look for a venue and I didn't see it again. And I was going home and then the Holy Spirit said, go and pray. This was about maybe 7.30 to 8 o'clock. Go and pray at this time. See, yeah, go and pray. So I went to that mountain where I pray. So I stood there and I began to pray. I prayed in tongues for, for about an hour. And then suddenly something came upon me. And then I began to speak to the north, the south and the west and the east of Abuja and I said in the name of the Lord release the venue for our church today now now 
I began to declare and decree. When I came down from that mountain and I was going back to where I was to take a cab, I met an old schoolmate who said, ah, what are you doing now? I said, well, I am going home. I went to pray. And I said, by the way, we'll be looking for a venue. He said, hey, there's, a, there's one venue there. Let's go and check it out. So we went and then checked the venue. I liked the place. Looks a bit like this, but they said, it's not for church services, you know, so if it's for a meeting, so if we would say our church meeting is, is a meeting, not a service, then we can have it. I said, no, it's a church service. It's a church service in the name of Jesus Christ. It's a church service. So we left. Then we went to see another place. Then the next day we went to see another place. All of a sudden, venues began to spring up until somebody from Southwest said there is this place where we are right now. Are you saying that now? But unknown to me, I had forgotten this principle and I was trekking like an idiot around Abuja I had not commanded the land and I was attempting to take from the land how foolish I was how foolish I was are you, are you following this thing the grace to prosper was it God's will that we should get a place yes it was his will are we following the principles that, that makes for that possibility no we weren't we were told to subdue what the what the earth subdue it so meaning it can rise against you if it didn't have the capacity to rise and to rise up against you, you would not have been told to subdue it. Pay attention to how God builds, how God teaches. The earth will bring forth salvation. For you. If you are not in partnership with the earth, go to Harvard. Be the best graduating student. Okay? Let your father know everybody. If, if the earth has been commanded not to bless you, you will be shocked how that, that Harvard certificate will look like tissue paper. And all of a sudden, you will see that indeed servants can ride on horses and then princes will trek. Pay attention to what I'm telling you. Men who understand this thing will rise up and say, in the name of Jesus Christ, as long as the person who must bless me is alive, marching this earth, I declare and decree, let this earth be a witness. As long as he steps on this earth, let this earth compel them to bless me. And again, those who curse, they say, look, in the name of Jesus Christ, those who would curse me that I will not prosper, I, I, except they don't walk on the earth. But if they walk on the earth, let the earth reject every of their curses. You can partner with the earth. Remember, Jeremiah 1.18, I have made you this day a fortified city, an iron pillar, and a bronze wall. Against what? The land. So perhaps you're still in doubt. You're not sure whether what I'm saying is true or not. Let me show you something. I don't know what this man did. I don't know what he did. But whatever he did, may you not suffer the kind of cause that you're about to read in the name of Jesus Christ. Say a louder amen. amen. Jeremiah 22 verse 29. Jeremiah 22 Verse 29. <laughs> My God. La Soria de Hane Moziski and the Hededuriar Hamros Kazeledesh Keys Brantinande Ebre Etuskata. Enka to Silaidas Kuzuzila Hedebrozis Sanenezina Namayate. Leka Prota Sahate Brosh Kananama Antenis Galata. Mekuzis Edrehaluza Sanenemer Otayata. I move forward in the name of Jesus Christ. Can somebody just pray, pray, pray and say in the name of Jesus Christ, my destiny moves forward in the name of the Lord? Turn it to a prayer. Lakus pra anteketia. I declare and I decree that the earth favors me. The earth favors me in the name of Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter where I find myself. I declare and I decree that the land will not fight me in the name of Jesus Christ. Makota Brantu Sehetapela Aida Kaprantiketia. Lord, I didn't know that I have to partner with the earth to be blessed. Kazos Amrante Hetea. In the name of Jesus Christ, I declare and decree, O earth, O earth, you must favor me. You must favor me in the name of Jesus Christ. I am fortified against the land, I declare and decree. Zeta Many people are waiting for me to rise. I declare and I decree in the name of Jesus Christ that the earth will not destroy me. Thank you, Lord. If you read this scripture, see from verse 1, you will understand what's happening. This is a man who supposedly is a king. And God even said that this man was, once upon a time, a signet ring in his right hand. This man, whose end you are about to read, was once upon a time, God described him as being a signet ring in his own hand. He's called Konia. 
see what the Lord is about to say. I don't know what he did. But we'll find out what can land a man into this kind of place. Praise the Lord. Shall I read, please? Oh, et, et, et. Hear the word of the Lord. So, et, have ear. Okay? Thus says the Lord, write this man down so the earth can write. So the earth can write. So the earth is a system of documentation. So the earth is intelligent. Alright? Write this man down as childless. So you would think that the man will never give birth. That's not what it's saying. That's not what it's saying. It says, write this man down as childless. A man who shall not prosper in his days. So they are telling the earth now that his assignment towards this man is to make sure this man never prospers. This is not a witch causing a man. This is not a wizard. This is God himself. And he didn't send anybody to go and curse the person directly. The Lord spoke to the earth. First of all, let him begin to suffer the woes of them that don't have children. So meaning, we, we have to contend for the anointing to break and crush the, the head of barrenness. So there is something that happens to a man or a woman who doesn't give birth. Then it goes on to say that a man who will not prosper in his days. So there is nothing that man will do. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Let the whole earth come together to help him. The earth has it that this man shall not prosper. So the earth will never yield its increase to that man. I told you, it's not about knowing men. No! If it is this grace for prosperity you want to carry, you must find the elements that can partner with you to ensure that men are victims or subjects to that element to bless you. Then he says, for none of his descendants shall what? Prosper. So the earth, his assignment is to make sure the man does not prosper and that his children does not prosper. You know, we are Christians and we love, we, uh, love is the hallmark of a true Christian, right? So we may somehow meet some of these people and we just decide to want to bless them. You give them money, you invite them to your church, you buy them a house or give them a house or something and you will see that every attempt you make to bring them to the glory of Jesus Christ does not seem to stand or work for them. Something takes them back to where they were when you met them. Could it be that the earth is fighting them? Could it be? Alright. For none of his descendants shall prosper sitting on the throne of David and ruling anymore in Judah. So meaning that they had it in their lineage to be those who would ascend to the throne of David. I don't know what he did. But that grace has been taken away now. They didn't just take away the the, the, the ability to become kings, they say that they shall not prosper again. And it wasn't a man they told, it was the earth they, they told. So if he decides to become a farmer, he will be a failed farmer. If he wants to become a horse rider, he will be a failed what? If he wants to become a... What, give, me, give, give me an example. Give me an example now. Cattle rider, he will be, be a failed what? Cattle rider. If he wants to become a fashion designer, he will be a failed what? This is the response. This is what's responsible. You see a man who will do this business, he will fail there. Do this one, he will fail there. Do this one, he will fail there. Do this one, he will fail there. You are seeing it now. What is fighting? It, it is not a man fighting you. Could it be that there is a programming? How can you do 13 business and fail at all of them? We are intelligent people. Let's not be careless, please. Let's not be, let's not be careless. Let's, let's see with the, with, 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 the, with the eyes of the spirit and approach things intelligently, spiritually, and ask, what could be wrong? What am I not getting right? Oh, et, oh, et, oh, et. Write this man down as childless. A man who shall not prosper in his days. Whose descendants shall not prosper. It wasn't a man they told. It was the earth they told to fight him. Again, let's go back to Jeremiah 1.8. I have made you this day a fortified city, an iron pillar, and a bronze wall against the land, the earth. Praise the Lord. If we stop here, I believe you have been blessed. You now know how to go and contend holding the horn of salvation and saying, Lord, no. Lord, no. I thought it was just about sending that, the man a text. I thought it was about printing a CV. I thought it was about getting a car and be doing Uber. No, there, there's more to these things. I thought it's about going to real estate. There's more. 
something has to be told to help you, for you to experience help. I, remember, I heard a story of a man who wanted to do um, certain um, work in, I think it was in Kenya, and then they went to meet God's servant, Bishop David Oedipo. They've been trying and trying and trying, and then they, that land would just not open. They just, they, they, they're just finding difficult in Kenya. Bishop was there in, at Canaan land, and he just said, I open the gates of Kenya to you today. And my God, the man began to prosper. He opened the land. He opened the land. I will never forget the day I went to meet my spiritual father and I said, Daddy, I understand that um, cities have gates. Okay, I went alone. I didn't go with my wife. I said, Sir, please. Um, and I know that some gates, some cities have iron gates. So, and I know that you have the key. There's no territory that, that doesn't honor you. Please open the city to me. And he said, David, you are wise. Say, indeed, there are gates in every city. That you can be here and still look like you are in your village. And then he prayed for me. See how God has helped us. Somebody gives you 10 million naira, you just, you just walk into Abuja and then rent a shop. So you want to be selling spare parts. Have you spoken to the land? Has the land been commanded to bless you? I know you know people. I know you have complimentary cards. I know you have shared them. But no, there is more to it, sir. There is more to it. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you getting blessed? So, seeing that the earth can fight a man, what then can a man do to exempt himself from this reality? Because the Bible says in the book of um, Ecclesiastes, it says that um, <clears throat> the profit of the land is for all. So, land has profit in them. And it says it's for all. And even the king is served from the field. No matter how great a man is, where he gets his food from is still from the land. So, seeing that this is the reality that is present or resident in the earth, that, an earth, that the earth can fight you, and when the earth is fighting you, every other man alive will become victims of that war and they will not help you what can be done the answer is in psalm 1 verse 2 to 3 we'll not read from verse 1 let, let, let me just jump the bible says that the answer is with the man whose delight whose delight is in the law of the lord and he and in his law he meditates day and night he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in a season whose leaves shall not wither and whatever he does shall what? So if you know that in your family they are all rebels. Nobody takes God seriously. Nobody is spiritual. Nobody prays. The longest prayer that has ever happened in your house is um, our Father who is in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. We pray that prayer. You even pray it hurriedly. In one minute you are done. That's the longest prayer you have ever heard in your, your family. Nobody fasts. No any major spiritual activity that goes on week in, week out. One of the ways to start subduing your own earth is to ensure that you delight in his laws and meditate in his commandments daily. That's the exit. That's the strategy to come out and become like a tree planted by the rivers who would then bring forth its fruit in its season and your leaf will remain green. And then, anything you now do on account of your partnership with the laws and the commandment of God, anything you now do will prosper. So could it be that this man, that the Lord said that earth should write it that he is childless and will not prosper, somehow faltered or stumbled out of this program and then you thought all men hate you. Nobody hates you. It's the earth fighting you. You know, we think that because God sits in heaven and then he doesn't come down every now and then, so we can do anyhow. No. He has, pro he has put programs on the earth to ensure that his laws and purposes are kept. His ordinance are maintained. You break it, you suffer for it. Are we together? So that's exit point one. For those of us who think that the laws of God are too harsh, so... The laws of God versus this punishment that can come from the earth. Which one do you, which one do you prefer? You, you prefer the punishment from the earth, eh? Sorry? I said the laws of God that you consider hard versus the punishment that can come from the earth when it is programmed to fight you. Which one do you prefer? <laughs> I thought so too. Praise the Lord. Then... Still speaking about whatever he does shall prosper. Let's rem remember quickly what happened to Cain. By the way, who can point me to, the, to any of the descendants of Cain? Who can tell me, oh, ah, this is, this, this is the lineage. At least if you go to Ethiopia today, you can still trace the lineage of, um, of Solomon. 
true or false? They, they will tell you that this is the last man standing from the lineage of, or this is the grave of the last man that was traced to. They can still tell you. But can anybody tell me where the lineage of Cain is today? Let me, tell, let me show you what happened. Let, let's, let's, let me show you how God responded to his foolishness when he killed his brother. Genesis chapter 4 verse 10 to 12. Genesis 4 12. Shall I read please? And God said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. So now you are cursed from the earth. I don't know what God means here. So should he be, should he be walking on air now? If you are cursing a man from the earth, where, where should he be walking? Okay. You are cursed from the earth, which has opened his mouth to, to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. A fugitive and a vagabond, you shall be on the earth. This is the kind of man you want to see and then be generous and be a Christian and, carry and say, you know, God said we should love. So come into my house. He will not only come, he will steal everything and then go, uh, go and continue his wandering. Because the programming upon his head is that he cannot sit still anymore. I don't want to mention names. If you pay attention, you will see his descendants. If you pay attention carefully, you see them. No, it is not given. There's nothing you can do. If you like, build a, a, a... No, no, no. I hear that they're proposing that, 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 um, that thing that they say they should build them someplace where they can... You are joking. You are joking. The earth, the earth will not agree. You can try it. Now, if, if somebody who is not of that lineage tries to do something similar or who doesn't have the same program or the same course, maybe yes, you can have that. But that, that course is upon you. Let, it, let me take the whole of Abuja and turn it into a place where you can... No, no, no. You know what I'm saying. I'm speaking in parable now. I don't want to mention names. A fugitive and a vagabond would you be and the earth will no longer yield you its strength. Are you seeing how God is fighting a man? I told you, pay attention to how God builds and how God does his things. So you know that when your enemy also wants to fight you, because they are very smart, they will also they peep into the things that God does to now take it and then aberrate it and then use it to fight you. So if you have this understanding and you come from a family where that they program evil for everybody, if you are going to fight them, how do you fight them? You know that they would use one of the elements. They must use one or all. So, so if you're going to fight them, you also say, Lord, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, <laughs> I don't know if it is fire they're going to use, or wind, or earth, or water, but I know they must use one or all. Then you begin to, um, what's the word now, nullify and neutralize everything that will be used. But here is it, you can't help such a man. The programming on his life is that he will be a fugitive and a vagabond. You can't house him. He doesn't have the grace of prosperity upon his head. No, no. Praise the Lord. Are you getting blessed? Thank you, Lord. There was a man that the earth was subdued for. It's interesting how God blesses. It's very interesting. How that the Lord wanted to bless Joshua. He didn't tell him that you'll find favor with kings. He said, but everywhere your soul treads upon, you will what? Inherit. So the moment you have that land, the king of that land becomes yours. Are you following? The Lord wanted to bless a man. He didn't say, I have given you the heart of kings. He says that, the key to possessing every man in that territory with their resources is that you step on that territory. Everywhere your soul or the soul of your feet shall tread upon, you will inherit. I didn't understand this thing that I'm teaching today until I was on a fast on the 6th, on the 6th of May. And then I went and I, and I slept off. And then I heard, I wrote it down in my diary, and I heard, Everywhere your foot shall walk upon, you will prosper. When I woke up, to be honest, I was a bit unhappy. I thought, God, it is a heritage that we know of. Which one is you prosper? But now I understand. And for the first time, I now know why that any city that I go to, anywhere at all, whether it's my first time there, there must be a man waiting there to help me. There must be a man waiting there to help me. It's a grace. They must help you one way or the other. Everywhere, the sole of your foot will tread upon, you will inherit. Has this programming been released upon your destiny? Do you have it? Do you have it? Ah, I love a lady, Ibuku Awoshika. Powerful and intelligent woman. Blessed woman of God. I love her so much. 
she says that anytime she goes in for a meeting with, with any of these organizations, she will, as much as possible, try to pull her shoe. You know, she's there at the, at the table talking with you. She said that her shoes are off. She would put her bare foot on the floor and, and then begin to mutter to herself. The Lord said that everywhere that my foot shall tread upon, I shall inherit. So she begins to claim the land while the meeting is going. So the people she's talking to are becoming victims and subject to whatever the earth hears. Not what they are saying. Are you following? is a deep mystery. You understand it. You begin to play life like chess. You tame the earth. You begin to subdue it. But it starts by taking the light in the laws of the Lord and then loving his commandments and meditating it day and night. A heart sold out to Jesus. A heart panting for Jesus. A heart pursuing Jesus. And when you have Jesus indeed, you now have everything including the earth. Wise woman. When she's talking to anybody, she will take off her shoes and be programming the realities on the earth. The earth can hear. So she, she didn't say because she's already blessed, she will not continue to speak. No, there are more territories to, co- to cover. There are more territories to govern. So she's talking to you one-on-one. You think you are having just physical conversation. No, the woman is speaking to you, the earth. And using it to manipulate or take authority over you so that you speak the counsel of God to her hearing. And then you give her the key to that territory again. If you are such a person who would do the same thing, say hallelujah. Last scripture. Mm. The scripture I just finished um, talking about is Joshua 1, 3 to 4. Where it says, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. From, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river. So even from, from the wilderness. Places that are not, that are not um, inhabited. That are hostile. When you step in there, it becomes a fruitful field for you. Stop pursuing men alone. Tame your land. Then men will listen to you. Are we together? You want to go into a territory, maybe an industry, and you just think, okay, if I know the MD, you are joking. The MD is also a victim of something. Don't go into that industry carelessly. Look at the territory and then begin to walk around and say, Lord, I take authority over this place. I inherit this place. Last scripture. Psalm one twelve. Verse 1 to 3. It says, Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord. You see down, this is the key now. Blessed is the man, blessed is David as he is who fears the Lord. If you don't fear him, you are not blessed. As simple as that. If you fear him, blessed are you. Who delights greatly in his commandments. We are back again to his commandments. His descendants. Remember that man? He was cursed and his descendant was also cursed. That they shall not prosper. Now, this man who fears the Lord, this is what happened to him. He will not only prosper, but his descendants also will have this reality. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in his house. And his righteousness will endure forever. Yes, it's a possibility. You can be very wealthy and still be holy. You can be very wealthy. You can be very wealthy and still be righteous. Again, I ask you, if you think what, what I have said doesn't make any sense to you, what aspect of poverty do you like? What aspect of lack do you like? Do you know what it means to be sick of malaria and not have 1,005? I don't know how much. 1,005 for 700 to go, to go and buy anti-malaria drink. People have died from malaria. People have died from malaria. All it takes to subdue it is maybe 700 or 1,000 or 1,005. I can't, I'm not sure. People, people have lost their lives. I wish above all things, oh, I wish above all things that you what now? Prosper. And then what? Be in good health. Are you seeing that they are tying your good health to prosperity again? Honor men. Pay attention to them. Learn from men. But know that your blessing comes from God, but through men. And that even the men also are subject of a reality. Are we together? Let's turn to our feet as we bring the service to a close. Malazu's prayer tire number two. If you have been blessed now, this is the time to pray. And begin to say in the name of Jesus Christ, I declare and I decree that I partake of the fruit of the land in which I live. I declare and I decree that the earth is profitable to all. Even the king is served from the field. I declare and I decree that I am a partaker of the blessings of the earth in this territory. In the name of Jesus Christ, I am fortified against every of the ills and every evil that the land speaks against my destiny and my life. I declare and I decree that I 
prosper to the north and south and east and west of this city. In the name of the Lord. Is somebody praying now? <laughs> Leia Jose Zante Kepede de Bela Nakata Lena Nama Antu Zebre Ela Kapata. What has said you will not prosper. Now is this time. shall leave mm. and dead men don't eat do they eat no so if you must leave you must be eating mm. so oh earth oh earth And he told him, he said, you will have covenant with the stones of the field and the beast of the field. Meaning that none of these things will hurt you. So in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus you Christ. You say now, in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. I have covenant with the earth. I have a covenant with the earth. Therefore, it shall not, it shall not swallow me up. Therefore, it shall not swallow me in up. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the Christ. name of Jesus I Christ. I declare a decree. I declare a decree. That I prosper. And that I prosper. Every day of my life. Every day of in my life. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. I declare Christ. a decree. And I in any city I find myself, in any city I find myself, I prosper there. I prosper in the there. name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. May the earth honors me. May the earth honors me. The earth honors me. May the earth honors me. The earth honors me. The earth honors me. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Everywhere, like Joshua, like Joshua, like Joshua. Everywhere, anywhere I tread upon, I tread upon. I shall prosper. I shall prosper. 
inherit I in the, the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I will not be a, a vagabond. I will not be a vagabond on the earth. On the earth. I will not be a wanderer. I will not be a wanderer on the earth. On the earth. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. I decree in Jesus' name. I decree in the name of Jesus. Oh earth. Oh earth. Yield to me. Yield to me. Your strength. Your strength. In the name of Jesus. In the Christ. name of Jesus. I prosper. I prosper in everything I do. In everything I do. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I declare and decree. I declare and decree. Oh heavens. Oh heavens. Rain down righteousness for me. Rain down righteousness for me. Oh earth. Oh earth. Bring forth salvation for me. Bring forth salvation for me. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. I prophesy. I prophesy. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. I declare and decree. I declare and decree that on this day, that this day, made made a fortified city, a fortified city, an iron pillar, an iron pillar, and a bronze wall, and a bronze wall against the land, against the land, against the land, against the land. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. And against his kings, and against his kings, and against his princes, and against his princes, and against his priests, and against his priests. They will fight against me. They will fight against me. But they shall not prevail against they me. They will not prevail against me. Because the Lord God. Almighty, because the Lord God Almighty, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, is with me, is with me to deliver me, to deliver me this day, this day, and forevermore, and forevermore. Hallelujah. Amen. For in Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Please have your seat. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus.